Am I two or one? Hello. Hello. You're Hello. two. You're Hello. always two. Wow. I guess I'm just always two. You're always number two in my book. <laughs> Gotta look out for number one. <laughs> You're stupid. You're stupider. Hey everybody, it's November 17th, Paris Spades Podcast with me, Chad, and my beautiful wife, Heather. Did I say Heather? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not real sure. There's a cat on our desk and it's very distracting right now. You probably, probably can see about this much of him. <laughs> okay, let's. but this is how he is when we work. Yes, he's joining us today and that's very fun. Hey, babe. If you're listening to this on the podcast and want to see the cat, you're going to have to go to YouTube or Spotify. What? You said, hey, babe, what? What do you think of my backwards hat? It doesn't make your forehead look big at all. <laughs> but I look like a badass, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. A hundred percent. Okay. What are we talking about today, babe? What do you want to talk about? Let's well, talk about the market. What, like the real estate market? Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. Okay. It's a good week in real estate. I've got three closings this week, so that's nice. It's a good week. It's been a good week for my clients to get these houses and listings sold. So, I want to talk about two things. We have two things on the docket today. Uh, Self-checkout at Walmart. Which I hate. Which we both hate. I hate any self-checkout. As a matter of fact... No, shh. We're just talking about what we're talking about first. We'll talk about the actual thing, right? Sure. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to talk about self-checkout at Walmart and the Gabby Petito Brian Laundry case. So, let's jump right into Walmart. What were you going to say, babe? I avoid places that make me self-checkout. I try. I hate them. I think if you have to self check out, then you should get a discount, period. But in fact, the opposite is happening. That's why I wanted to talk about this, because I went to Walmart yesterday, and I swear to God, with the self-checkout, it makes everything take 10 times as long. So I bought a space heater because he stole mine for this, you know, podcast studio. We are in a cabin. This yes. Literally I, a cabin. I know, but you stole mine that I have up in our office up in the house. This so. is not a fake backdrop. <laughs> no, this is <laughs> legit the walls to the cabin. That's the walls. But I had to go buy a new one. So I'm looking all over Walmart. Lord help me, I can't find the damn thing. I finally found it in the very back corner and I looked at the price. It was 54 bucks. 54? Yeah, it's the freaking expensive. So, you know, I get everything else done. That was the last thing that I had to buy. So I go up to check out. And I rang the damn thing up. It was the first thing I rang up, and it rang up at $66. So what'd you do? Well, I did, I did nothing. I got super pissed off because when there's someone checking you out and there's a dispute about the price. I like checking you out. You know, they can keep checking you out, and then you go look at the thing and take a picture of it and say, hey, look, it says 54 bucks. This thing should be 54 bucks." And we've seen multiple people complaining about how the pricing doesn't match what they're checking out. And so, you know, it happened to me on kind of a higher priced item and it pissed me off because I was completely helpless because there was no one to complain to. No what humans? Am, what? No humans? Well, it's like, what do I do? What do I do? I'm right in the middle of checking out. All my stuff is here. Half of it, you know, is bagged. 
What do I just leave all my stuff, go take a picture, and then show it to myself while I'm checking myself out? They've been doing this forever. Not just Walmart, but it's, lots of companies. It's I mean, so wrong. Think about phone bills, for instance. Especially when phone bills, when you first got a cell phone, and you'd have all these weird charges on it. And you're just like, eh, whatever. And you just pay it. Dude, I fight everything. <laughs> yeah, I know. My mom did, too. She would literally sit on the phone for three to four hours you fighting gotta, it for, for $4. Fight the man. The other thing that I fight so much is medical bills. And, oh, my God, those are such a nightmare. Yeah, Those, those are, are such a nightmare to fight. Well, I don't go to the doctor, so I don't, I don't have to worry about it. So I think it's all a scam. And I think that they did it to make us helpless so that when we fight the pricing, there's no way to fight it. You just go, ah, fuck it. I'm going to keep checking out. Did you just cuss? I always cuss. I've been very toned down on this show. Should I, but, should I, should I bleep that out? No. Really? But I was so mad at Walmart. Ugh. I know it's only $12, but it's the principle of how many other things are like that. And there's no one for us to talk to. Because we just have to keep checking out. That's why I shop at Target. Just, just kidding. I hate that place, too. The other thing is... You know, if you check out and you're like, oh, my gosh, I have to go to the bathroom, but the bathrooms are right there, she can just keep checking you out while you run to the bathroom really quick. I can't do that now because I can't keep checking myself out while I run to the bathroom. You probably could. You could just stop, leave. I don't think anybody's going to, like, help you pay for your stuff. I don't know. If I, you just left it there, I mean, I'm sure you'd be I fine. I hate it. And Home Depot does it now, and that – I think Home and Depot – Lowe's. Well, that's what I meant. I meant Lowe's when I said Home Depot. I went to a freaking gas station – Filled my car up, went inside to get, you know, some chips and a drink. Freaking self-checkout. Do you want to know what? This just came to me. This is genius. The gas stations are the ones to blame because, for self-checkout. Well, Because they've been self-checkout the longest. What state is it where you literally cannot pump your own fuel? Uh, and why? Why, why? why do they do that? I don't know. Is it taxes or something? Is it, is it Nevada? I don't remember. You, you should look that up while we're talking about this. I just know I don't have to worry about to it. it. That, that's so dumb. I mean, there's got to be a reason, but it, it's, it's for jobs. It was for jobs. Really? Yes. I remember, but I don't remember a lot of details about it. So, I, you know. Fun story. I don't know. That's just my moment of complaining. <laughs> when I turned 16, I went to a gas station and I pulled up. And it was, it was somewhere not around where I live. And I pulled up, and this guy came out and started pumping my gas and everything. And I'm like, oh, this is a super cool place. This is nice. And then I got the bill, and it was, like, super high. I didn't realize it was self-serve. No, not, not, not self-serve. Full service. Yeah, whatever. Well, that's the exact opposite of self-serve. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it was more money. Maybe to you. Well, what about <laughs> self-serve ice cream? You don't. Like when you go to Dairy Queen, it's self-serve ice cream, but they do it for you. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? There's nowhere that there's self-serve ice cream at Dairy Queen. It's all full service because they do it and hand it to you and then you eat it. But on the menu, it's self-serve ice Soft cream. Soft serve. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Whatever. I don't read much. Baby, you just sit there and look pretty, okay? <laughs> I think it's because my hat's on backwards. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, geez, that freaking cracks me up so much. Okay, what else? All right. So we're going to talk about the what? I was just going to say Walmart's out of the way. Are Walmart, you, are you going to keep done. shopping at Walmart, though? 
I don't know. It's just convenient. Ban them. Ban. I, well, I have been going to H-E-B way more. I hate that place, too. I hate, love it, because it's so crowded. But there is no, well, there's a very tiny self-serve place. Like, there's like six, plate, six, you know, registers. And the whole rest of the store is like just, they freaking blow through the people. I love, I love H-E-B for that reason. But it is very crowded. You know what I always wonder? I wonder if... You know, you have $200 worth of groceries. I wonder how many people go in there and just scan and skip, scan and skip, scan and skip. $200 of groceries. You're adorable. Yeah, that's like for... <clears throat> anyway, I just wonder how much <laughs> It theft... doesn't cost us 200 in months. I wonder how much theft there is with self-checkout. That's what I hate for self-checkout is I am extremely... Like efficient, so I'll have one thing in both hands, and I'll like ring it up, and then ring it up, and then put it in. And every time the freaking thing will go off, saying "fraud alert, fraud alert, she's stealing." And then the stupid person, I'll have to wait for the one person that's watching forty-five checkouts come over, replay the thing to see, look at my receipt. Okay, she didn't steal that. And then I'm like, oh, I have to do it the slow way, just so that I don't get the fraud alert coming up. And that's and plus it's embarrassing because then the thing is like going off. The enough po- with the police come running in. Enough with your first world problems. Moving on. Okay, fine. All right. We're talking about Gabby Petito. So this was a wait. Who's that? Well, we're, I was literally about to tell you who that was. Tell me. Okay. <laughs> so this was in the news uh, all year, like all summer. This happened all summer in 2021. It was this young couple named Gabby Petito and Brian Laundry, and they like outfitted a van so that they could camp and cook in it and they were going to take a cross-country trip. How old were they? I don't know, young 20s. Okay. Super cute. And one of, you know, just your ultimate, like, blonde-haired, blue-eyed couple, like, well, he's dark-haired, but anyways, just your, you know, epitome of, like, a young couple, you know. In love. In love, in the throes of love, newly engaged and whatnot. So they drove across country and they were going to go to all these different state parks. So today in the news. Do you think this was before gas got stupid expensive? No, because it was 2021. So was Biden president in 2021? Yes. So gas was high. Yeah. Okay. So. In the news today, it just popped up this morning. This is on Daily Mail. Gabby Petito's parents are awarded $3 million from Brian Laundrie's estate in the first of three lawsuits. So there's three lawsuits ongoing. This first one was settled. And this is complaints against the killer fiance's parents. Okay. Why? So then, well, yeah. So then we start talking about, like, well, why? Like, are, are the parents culpable? How are they culpable? You know, so we kind of started talking about that over breakfast when this news broke. And so we went back and did the research. So to just to kind of give you a timeline of how the parents probably knew things and didn't tell anybody anything that they knew to help the investigation or anything like that. So, all right. And there's lots of cases like that. Cause, oh, Because we watch, we watch and listen to a lot of true crime. And that's usually when a family member does something, the other family members kind of... Well, somebody, somebody knows. Yeah, somebody knows something. Yeah. Okay, so July 2021, they headed out from New York in a van to visit the national parks. Um, They they were driving a white 2012 Ford Transit. I I included that detail only for you because I don't even know what that looks like. I don't either. 
All right. They went from Kansas to Colorado to Utah. Uh, they went to many different parks in Utah in August. And in August, the police had an encounter with them where they had a physical altercation. And the report says they had a physical fight, but they're, they're in love and they're engaged and they didn't want either of them to be arrested for it or charged for it. So the police they uh, released they, them. They finally got to see what it's like to have a roommate in close quarters. That's real close quarters, though. Um, so Brian Laundrie, during this, you know, during this time when the police were, like, talking to them and, and investigating them separately from each other, he, had, he was covered with scratches on his face, arms, and neck. And the police almost arrested Gabby at this point. Did they have a cat? No. Oh, well that. But he was covered with scratches, out. which means he, he may have been, either he was defending himself while she was attacking him, or he was attacking her and she was defending herself. But she didn't have, you know, the physical marks of getting hurt, but he did. So the police were about to uh, arrest her at that time. Okay. So then shortly after that, like a couple weeks after that, Brian flies back to his family in Florida. He just flies back from Salt Lake City to Florida on August 17th. Just leaves her? Well. Well, I mean, they were on a trip together. It's now suddenly he's the only one back. Correct. Okay. I'm just following because I did not follow this story one bit. So right. This is all kind of news to me. So interesting, he just leaves her, goes back to Florida, and then five days later, August 23rd, he flies from Florida back to Salt Lake City to go be with Gabby. And to pick up stuff and empty out their storage unit. So he stays for five days in August with his family and then goes back to Salt Lake City. Oh, no. No, she was alive at this point because on August 27th, they had an explosive fight at a restaurant. Explosive, huh? Explosive fight where they were, like, about to get kicked out of the restaurant. And there were many witnesses that saw this. Those are fun. No, I don't. I hate fights. Well, as long as you're not in it. It's fun to watch. Yeah, it's weird and awkward. I mean, awkward. it makes really good TikTok content. <laughs> yeah, that's the type of stuff that gets lots of followers. Okay, so three days later, so they have this explosive fight on August 27th, and then on August 30th, she sends her last text to her mother. But the mom doesn't know if this text was really from Gabby because uh-huh. she said something really weird she referenced a grandfather. She basically said, hey, will you go check on Stan? Stan has been sending me voicemails, and you probably need to go make sure he's okay. Do you but the, the-, mom said, the mom said he never calls her, she never calls her grandfather Stan. So it was very weird the way the text was written. It, it didn't sound like something the way Gabby would normally say something. What were you going to say? That just reminded me of the Eminem song, Stan. Okay. Do you remember that song? No. It was kind of like, what's happening here? Okay. Well, I don't know that song, but you can play it, and we can look at the words. All right. So that was on the 30th. Mm -hmm. September 1st, Brian Laundrie comes home to be with his parents. He drove his van, and Gabby is not with him. And what did the parents say, you think? Uh, The parents were like, where is she? And, And her parents... Didn't know where she was. So 10 days later, I I don't know what happened between September 1st and September 11th, but on September 11th, Gabby was officially reported missing, 
And the police went, you know, from Gabby's house for talking to her parents to Brian's house. They knocked on the door and his parents answered the door and just immediately handed them their lawyer's phone number. Interesting. So you can't tell me that they didn't know something. They had to have known probably everything at that point. So they're just like, here's our lawyer. Okay. Four days later, September 15th, Brian is named a person of interest and he wouldn't be interviewed. He didn't do any interviews and he would not give a statement. He like, he pretty much holed himself up in his parents' house. Okay. And then after this point, something happens pretty much every single day. Uh, September 16th, uh, Gabby's family reads a letter basically saying, you know, please, if anybody knows anything, let us know. Uh, Brian, please tell us what happened. Tell us where our daughter is. Like they were basically begging him to do the right thing. Um, and then, so that was September 16th. The next day, Brian's family reports him missing. He probably offed himself. Well, he did, but I don't know when he did. But he basically went missing right after the family, her family, read a letter saying, please, for the love of all things holy, tell us what happened to our daughter. So then on September 18th, there's now two searches going on, one going on in Florida and one going on in Utah, trying to find Gabby because they still haven't found her body. So they don't have a body at that point. So Brian is now missing and Gabby is now missing. The next day, September 19th, her body is found in Wyoming. Why don't they put this much effort into finding ballots? <laughs> tracing ballot, ballot tracing. So they've been searching this whole time in Utah, but then they find her in Wyoming. Okay. Then the next day, uh, they search Brian Laundrie's home looking for the computer. They want to take, you know, the family computer or Brian Laundrie's computer because they know he was home for weeks, right? Before she was found. Mm -hmm. uh, September 21st. So it's like every single day. The autopsy confirms that the body found in um, Wyoming is Gabby's body and that it was ruled a homicide. That September 22nd, the divers start a search. And then September 23rd, they issue an arrest warrant for Brian Laundrie. But he's probably dead. Well, we don't know. We just know he's missing at that point. That's usually the case when they do something like this and they think they can get away with it. And then it just starts blowing up, getting on top. And yeah. they're just like, yeah, OK, I'm done. Yeah. September 25th, the family says, we'll give a reward for any information leading to his arrest. September 27th, Brian Laundrie's parents speak out. And they say, hey, we don't know where our son is. Was this September this year? Yeah. Okay. September 30th, the FBI... No, this is 2021. This is 2021. Mm. September 30th, the FBI goes back to Laundry's house okay. and starts looking for more stuff. Then October 5th, the Gabby family begs Brian to surrender. <clears throat> They're like, this has gone on long enough. Come and do the right thing. So again, please, please, please. And then on that same day, October 5th, Brian's sister begs him to return and turn himself in. So her family, now his family, is starting to get involved and tell him to come home. And then on October 7th, two days after the sister begs him to come, um, Brian's dad finally joins the search. So the dad is finally getting involved. Yeah. October 12th, five days later, the coroner says Gabby was strangled. So then they release the cause of death. Uh, eight days later, 
suddenly now the medical examiner is called to a nature preserve in Florida. The next day, the remains that they found are confirmed to be Brian's. And then a month later, his death was ruled a suicide by gunshot wound. They don't, I, I, I couldn't find in the article that I read, like, how, how long he had been dead when they found him. But he was, it would probably have been a long time because they uh, had used uh, dental records to, to figure out who he was. But do you think he did it? Or do you think that the pressure was just so much, he just said, I'm done, I'm out? I feel like I remember that they found a letter. Yeah, but anybody could write a letter, you know, and plant it or whatever. Oh, I mean, I guess. Don't you think? Well, my qu- Like so, the parents or relatives or something? I, I don't know. My, my question is, should the parents, do you think the parents should be held culpable and have to pay Gabby's family millions of dollars for what their son did? Well, I mean, if they're involved, then yeah, they're an accessory to the crime. It sure sounds like it, doesn't it? Well, it sounds like it, but that's all speculation. We don't know. That's just what the news says, and the Lord knows we can't believe that. Well, I know, but the jury definitely... Well, actually, I don't think it went... It didn't get finalized. I think they settled kind of in the middle of the, the lawsuit of one of them. There's like two others that are still ongoing. This is going to be one of those cold case files that we listen to all the time that we hear about in 20 years, and then it's finally unraveled 20 well, years later. I think this one's pretty cut and dry. I mean... I don't know. He killed her. She was strangled. He came home and he told his parents, oh, my God, we had a fight and I couldn't control myself and I killed her. And they said, freaking get your butt back up there, get your van, get everything figured out, hide her body and come back home. Don't you think? That's your opinion. I know. That's 100 percent my opinion. That is 100 percent speculation. Well, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I just can't say. I mean, some of these things I listen to, I'm blown away. It has such a twist. Well, it's true. So there, there could be a third party. A third person. No, I mean, they've closed the case on her death. They're 100% sure it was Brian. But they close cases on people's deaths all the time that are not right. If it wasn't him, why would he disappear and kill himself? Like I said, the pressure. Just the pressure of the news and running if and this and that. If it wasn't him, he'd be like, it wasn't me, and he would go talk to the police. Yeah, but if you go and talk to the police, and obviously the whole world is against you, the police are going to be against you as well, and you're not going to have a case. It's going to be hard. It's going to be more tough. It's pretty incriminating. I mean, from the moment they opened the door, they said, here's our lawyer's phone number, which is a smart thing to do. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that was a bad thing to do. But think about all the people that get accused for something. They go to jail, and then so many years later, they're like, oh, this one guy confessed, and he actually did it. Right, but I think... I'm just saying there's that possibility. I think the thing that sucks is like, it sucks that it took so long for them to find his body. Or her body. Because if they had found her body earlier, they could have issued an arrest warrant before he went, ran off and disappeared. And then maybe we actually would have some more answers. Because he seems like the type of kid that would break under pressure. You know, know. And tell what really happened. But do you think if they actually apprehended him and got him, do you think he would actually tell the truth? Like, this is what happened? Or would he just make up stuff? He wouldn't be smart if he told the truth. But do you think if he actually told the truth, we would hear about it? If he told the truth, we would hear about it, yeah. Well, the only reason I ask that is there's so many things you hear about, and then you think to yourself, why did they do this? What was going through their brain? And then you never hear about it again. It's just done. Well, that's happening right now. Actually, there's a case 
in, from my hometown in Moscow, Idaho, it's, in, it's all over the news internationally. Uh, the University of Idaho, there were four students found just a couple days ago. It happened this week. Four students found dead, like murdered in an off-campus housing and they were all stabbed, and apparently it was a horribly brutal uh, crime scene. Horribly brutal. Oh, and the police, for that case in University of Idaho, they were like, oh, no, no, nobody's in danger, everything's fine. Well, today they came out and said, remember when we said nobody was in danger? Probably there is danger. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> that came out like today. They're like, yeah, some, some guy stabbed four kids, and... There was so much blood. It was like coming through the walls. You're, nobody's in danger. But don't you feel like this Just is... Just kidding. You're in danger. This is a drug deal gone wrong. Somebody owes somebody money. Somebody crossed somebody. Or do you think I it's... don't have a clue. These kids are like clean cut, like looking. I mean, they do not look like the type of kids that would be involved in drugs. But who freaking knows? I mean, my dad's first response was... It's got to be a drug deal gone wrong. It's got to be. Maybe it's. Maybe they had a fentanyl overdose, and this was before they released like the cause of death or anything like that. That's usually what it is. I mean, there's something more to the story. People just don't randomly do that for the most part. Not unless you're watching like slasher movies. Well, in that case, the police came out and said that they it looked like a crime of passion because normally you don't just like. Oh, here's what else is so weird about that one. There were two other people at home. At the home where the yes. bodies were found? Yes. Okay. There were two people at home. So okay. they, they did it. Well, may, and maybe that's what the police thought. And so maybe that's why in, in the beginning the police were like, oh, there's no danger because they assumed it was one of these roommates. But here's, okay, so now we have a little more timeline for the University of Idaho students. They were, they went to a party and then two of them went to a food truck at 1.45 in the morning who, and who goes to the food trucks at 1.45 in the morning? Teenagers that are high. <laughs> they have been up all night. They're hungry by 1.45 in the morning. How right? do they, what yeah. food truck is open at 1.45? Yeah, that's that, a better question. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, I'm sure at some big cities at a festival or something. There's This is a tiny town in Idaho. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Nothing makes sense. And there were a ton of kids. Like They, they released the footage uh, showing the food truck. That's how they knew these these two girls were there. It was three girls and a boy, and I don't know. So anyways, they, they were at the food truck, and they were killed between 3 and 4 a.m., okay? Mm -hmm. They were not turned into the police as being an unconscious person until noon the next day. And there were two people at home, two other roommates at home. Well, I mean, if they're teenagers, they probably didn't wake up till noon anyway. Well, that's kind of what I was thinking. That's what, because my dad was like, how could this happen? I'm like, dude, if they were drunk, they slept in and they couldn't even get out of bed until even noon. And then they walked not, out to this horrible nightmare of a, of a crime scene. Even if they're not drunk, I'm pretty sure most teenagers, if they don't have school, they sleep till noon. Or work, which... This was Monday morning. They were killed Sunday night. This was Monday at noon. They probably had school on Monday, I would think. Maybe. At least I'm, I'm pretty sure that timeline is right. I, I could be wrong, but... I don't know. I like these things when there's more facts and it's done. <laughs> you don't like either of my stories? Well, I think I they're interesting because they're happening right now. I don't like to speculate because there's so, there's so many turns, like with every story. Oh. 
Dude, every time I listen to a true crime, like I've been listening to Dateline on my podcast, these are stories from like 15 years ago that are just now reaching a conclusion. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's crazy. Well, and I think I think they they shield a lot of it from the public too, or well, hide it. Or well, the something. police don't release if 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 there's like a murder and there's all these details about the murder, like the police don't tell all of the things because you know it's like their ammo once they finally find the suspect. Well, and it could be the they longer the longer they draw it out, the more ratings they get. Who who's rated for what? The news. People that talk about it. 15, I mean, 15 years. They're holding stuff back for 15 years for ratings. Well, it's kind of true. Every is there day even they... ratings anymore? Probably. Yeah, of Remember what is. a big deal that was? Like, they, they yeah. used to call it the false sweep or whatever. Yeah. And they would always Nobody save, talks about that stuff anymore. They would save anymore. the biggest story till the end of the year. Or the beginning of the year. Or something. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, no, I think... I think 100%, because there are certain news channels people watch because of political views, you know, one way or another. And there's certain news channels that only talk about doom and gloom and blood, whereas other ones aren't so much that. If it bleeds, it leads. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's been true since I can remember. Since anyone can remember, honestly. Since the beginning of news. Yep. I don't know. Do you think they did on the radio? What? Just did terrible stories all the time. Well, the news is terrible stories. Like they don't, people don't report on good things. That's what sucks. That's why we start everybody's a, angry all the time. Should we start a news station that's just happy? Well, I, I kind of feel have, like we do. We would say have no things. content. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I mean, literally, if I went on Google right now and typed in good news, happy, great news. things that happened today. I mean, it, you, you Google know would just flip me off or something. Well, Google like, hmm. pro- Google probably would. But but good things happen, like on the science front, like things are discovered, things are invented, and none of that hits the news because everybody's obsessed with like the, the collapse of, you know, that crypto guy. and Like the VR headset that explodes your brain if you die in a game. Dude, that thing is crazy. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get over that. Did I tell you? I don't, I don't remember if we talked about it or not, but... I feel like they released it because Squid Games 2 is going to come out soon. Well, when I read the article about it, they said it was not in production yet, and they haven't even tested it out, and that he was going to have a hard time getting it tested because it kills people. Oh, here, I've got a question for you. But do you remember when it came out? The series when we were young? No, 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 the, the newest one. The, the, the newest, first one? The newest few ones. The ones that came out within the last 10 years. I mean, no. Isn't there two new ones that came out? I think so. Okay. When the first of the new ones came out, there were all these clown sightings everywhere. Do you remember that? Yeah, and they were psycho looking. And then all of a sudden, it is coming out on the movies soon. Oh, I'm sure that that was a political, yeah. or what? not political, it was, a, it was a publicity stunt. I'm sure it was. 100%. Because they put it in your brain, clowns, 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 here comes this movie. Oh my gosh, I want to see the movie. Oh, so you think this Oculus guy... Didn't really invent this, but it's in the news because Squid Games 2 is coming out, and it's just a publicity stunt? Absolutely. I think he probably invented it, or it's fake, and the Squid Games 2 is going to have something to do with that. That's my thought. That's my theory. I don't know. Could be wrong. I watched the first Squid Games, and I (laughs) fast-forward... I I hated Squid Games. How many episodes was it? Like 10? I thought it was... 
I think I spent seven minutes on each episode and finished the whole thing I until hate, the very end. I and hated I was like, that show. This was dumb. Why did it go so viral? Is it just the concept of it? I think because the acting was terrible. Yeah, I, I think it's just because it's it's gory and and crazy, just that, like any other, like all the horror movies. Squid Games makes me think of uh, like soap operas, but a gory soap opera. Like that's how cheesy. I want to know. I want to know why *Idiocracy* is not viral. That movie is on point to what we're going through right now. One hundred percent. On pretty soon they're going to be trying to you know water our crops with Gatorade because people are so freaking stupid. Although I will say, probably the people that are farmers are the ones that are not stupid right now. I tell you what. You know what I'm saying? It's not a movie anymore. It's actually a documentary. No, that's not true. <laughs> if, I don't know. If you haven't watched that show, I watch had a, it. I had I a question, and then you said something, and I want to ask it real quick. Okay. The, so the guy that creates this headset, mm-hmm. let's say it gets produced, and like all these people buy it, and then people start dying. Is that guy culpable for their deaths? Is he a murderer? Nah, I think, I think you'll have to sign something. It's just like if you go skydiving or... Do this or that. You have to sign this paperwork. If you die or get hurt, we're not held to it. Oh, it's so jacked up. I mean, it's true. I mean, people will sign it. I mean, think about just when we take the kids to a trampoline park. It literally says if they break a leg or die, we're not responsible. That's true. Release of liability. Did you say law, bro? Yes. <laughs> we, we built a, one Christmas years ago, we built a uh, rock wall. It wasn't even that big. It was like 12 feet tall. It was like, it was like, what, like 12 by 12, basically. And it was not that tall. And literally like. It was probably 18 feet tall. For, for about two weeks, the kids loved it. And when they, they all wanted their friends to come over, I, I literally, I wasn't even a realtor at that time. I, li- I made a release of liability for all of their friends to sign. Man, you have to. Because I was scared they would fall down. Now I have a uh, umbrella policy, so we're covered. But, but in this day and age, I mean, Who somebody knows? comes over and gets bit by a snake, they'll sue you. And it's like, dude, we didn't put that snake there. It just lives on our land. I put that snake there. You probably did. I did. Remember when I used to put fake snakes all over the land to scare the kids? You freaking put a fake snake in the hallway the other day. It freaking scared me to death. <laughs> You're so annoying. <laughs> well, that's all we have for today. I'm going to find some fun topics. I, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over my true crime stuff. Yeah, I think we're going to do a true crime podcast soon. Oh, my God. We literally just did a true crime podcast. That That's what... That's... Yeah, Everything but we talked about. There's so many gaps in the details. Well, I, want, I want one that's I done. I was just doing timeline. It is done. Like Johnny Gosh. This one is done. Remember, remember that story? Oh, who t- Babe, we probably shouldn't talk about that one. That, that one might get us canceled. I don't think whispering's going <laughs> to help. Any. No, I'm serious. We can't talk about Johnny Gosh. I don't know. I'm going to have to. Who, t- who took Johnny Gosh anyway? That, that was a crazy show. Yeah, we should talk about that. that that's freaking... I think they talk about it. That's freaking crazy. I mean, you can't talk. You can't. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Watch it. it, it can it, you even watch Who it? Took Johnny Gosh is a uh, documentary, you know, that, that talks about this kid that was kidnapped just right in the middle of the street. He was literally riding bikes with his friends. And 
he just got taken. And it's like, you know, the search for him. And, and that is a wild ride. Do you remember that movie, Taken? I have a very specific set of skills. <laughs> that was such a stupid show. <laughs> I freaking love that show. I didn't like all the other ones, but I freaking liked that show. Because that, that show is like the epitome of a revenge dad. Yeah. You know what show? Uh-oh. What? This agent's calling me and we're supposed to close this deal tomorrow. Uh-oh. He's probably trying to do the final walkthrough and he can't find the key because he didn't pay attention to where I told him it was last night. So we probably should sign off so I can call this agent real quick. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you next time. See ya. All right. Thanks for joining us.